Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, sex and romance as resources. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod. Motorcycle. Jesus Christ. Motors- oh, we were just talking about motorcycles. Y'all won't ever hear it, but we were. I'll tell you what. The problem I'm starting to have is that every single time I want to say my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, but I've already mm-hmm. said that before. But it's yeah. every single time it is what comes to my head first. So I mean, it is good, but it's just yeah. it's been done. Yeah. Or very early on, too. You know what I've been thinking about? Mm. And this is something that we should probably talk about in a business meeting and not um, on air. Live on the podcast. Yeah. Is that there's a feature on, like, iTunes and Spotify where you can, like, do a trailer episode. And usually people uh-huh. just do, like, five minutes of, like, here's the show. Uh-huh. Um, we don't have one of those. And I really no, feel we like don't. we should. And we should explain the uh thing and like the cow thing because i have recently seen people be like i just recently started listening to the podcast and i don't understand what's happening so that wouldn't be a trailer though that would just be a five minute explainer well we would also talk about what the show is about of the weird shit we do anyway yeah okay sure um do we have any do we have any housekeeping we're both in the same time zone right now, but uh, pff, not seeing each other, so. We're seeing each other later this when? year. Yeah, but we don't have anything specifically planned yet. I know, because you're the one that has less vacation days. I know. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> Let's just actually, this podcast is now just like our personal life conversations. Let's yeah. not actually do the episode. Let's just like okay. have a phone call. Okay. I mean, we were talking about Clementines earlier, so. Yeah. Sarah had a bad Clementine. I had a bad Clementine. Anyway. um, I'm personally okay. recording from a bed because I don't have a table. So it's feeling like old times when mm-hmm. we used to always record from a bed. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like holding my microphone up to my face. It's kind of like resting on my tummy. So if you hear any strange rustling noises, we apologize. So if the audio isn't great on this one, <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry about that. Gayla just doesn't have a table, at I least not in a-, a place where it can be quiet for podcasting. I'm in Dean's parents' house, so so you know lots what are we happening do? here. Yeah, um, I take that as we don't have any housekeeping. Kayla, uh, what are we talking about this week? Uh, this week we're kind of talking about, well, I said in the opening kind of like sex and romance as resources. So we're kind of talking about like kind of how sex and romance were viewed like evolutionarily, maybe like how that impacts the way people interact with sex and romance now, um, mm-hmm. and what it means for, uh, A-spec people. Yeah, so, so so can you start us off with, like, what spurred this conversation? 
I would love to. Okay. Um, so this is, I'm assuming a book that will be, I'll talk about more and more now that I've read it. Um, but I recently read Stepping Off the Relationship Escalator by Amy uh, Garan, I think, um, as research for the book that we're writing. And it's a very good book. It's about a lot of different things. Um, but there's a lot of things about polyamory and just like how traditional relationships work, a lot about friendship. It's just a very good and interesting book. I would recommend that everyone looks it up because it's just really cool. And there's a whole chapter on asexuality and aromanticism. So bonus. But in one part of the book, it, you know, the whole book kind of talks about like love and sex and relationships and everything like that. But in one part of the book, there's a quote um, that says, often people view sex, love, family, stability, or privilege as scarce resources and monogamy as the key to securing access to them. So obviously this quote is referencing things about like polyamorous relationships. But it made me think that if that is the case, then, you know, what does that mean for ASPEC people who are not interested in some of those resources? Um, and does that kind of like impact how people view and interact with ASPEC people? So, so we're just going to be wildly speculating. Yes. If if you came here for real science, you are at the wrong podcast. Yeah. I think it's good to like reference kind of like evolution stuff about like sex and romance. Um, mm -hmm. but this is not a science podcast, so I didn't want to just like sit here and read evolution theory to everyone because <laughs> it's very easy to look that up on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can share. It did make me think of a few things that I learned. I think I took like an evolutionary psych class at one point or something. I thought you were going to take say that you took a feminism class. And I was I like, did. wow. I did. Um, but this did also make me think of a thing that I learned in one of my psych classes that I think is somewhat relevant. Would you like to hear my fact? I, I was about to ask, are you going to tell us what it is? No, I was actually going to just point out that it made me think of something and then kind of And then not elaborate? Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever makes you happy. The thing I learned, it was about, it was kind of talking about like cheating in a sexual sense and cheating in like a romantic or emotional sense. Mm. And I believe there was a study done of what would you rather your partner do? do would you rather your partner um cheat on you like physically or cheat on you like emotionally by falling in love with someone else and i believe the results or at least the speculation of what the results would be like the theory behind it was that um men would be more upset if there was sexual cheating no hold on that sounds right Okay, well, now I can't remember. So now we're just going to have a think through this together and try to come up to the logical conclusion. Basically, the theory behind it was that in the caveman times, I'm thinking through this, we're going to get through this together. Big brain. Women needed the cavemen to like protect them, basically, while they were taking care of the children in the cave. Mm -hmm. um, and so they needed to have like an emotional bond with the man to like keep them around. Mm -hmm. Um, while men needed the women to have the children and take yeah. care of them to carry to on their bloodline. Yeah. So, yes, it would be worse if a woman would get pregnant with another man because then she is carrying on someone else's line. 
And it would be worse for women if there was emotional cheating because then the man would go off and, like, help take care and protect a different family. A different family. Does that sound correct? Yeah, that sounds like it would be right. At least that would be right. As in, that would be what the theory would be, yeah. Yes. I think that was the theory. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, a theory. There are a lot of factors. (laughs) Yes. Also from the year, like, two, when there was caves and, like, no wheels, so. Oh, I I thought you... Said I thought you meant that the theory was from the year two, and I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) How do we know that? (laughs) Cavemen had big brains on stuff like that. But anyway, I don't know how relevant that is, but it made me think of that as kind of Mm -hmm. the, I don't know. That's our conception of of our interpersonal relationships, is it's always like, I was going to say, it's always in relation to ourselves, which of course it is, because... (laughs) Well, I mean, you have a point. But like... I don't know. We we just think of the world that way. That this hasn't been a very descriptive sentence, I'm sorry. Um yes. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's interesting like the whole thing with like evolutionary psychology and like taking humans back to their roots. I feel like, you know, it's hard to say because it's been like thousands of years. So it's hard to say how much of like modern civilization and the way people act is actually like tied back to the ancient times like tied back to our genetics versus nature versus nurture right and i mean there's definitely some of it like my therapist is always talking to me about you know your anxiety is like a response to you know your body protecting you because in the ancient times like you know you needed to be on high alert because everything was a threat you know i feel like there's definitely things that tie us back to that but yeah i think it's an interesting thought of those that kind of like resource guarding and you know the way of thinking of that like if it does still kind of unconsciously factor into the way we think about sex and romance now and like how Mm -hmm. that impacts the way people think about polyamory or like the way people think about aspect identities you know right because i mean i suppose some people might still be thinking about their bloodline or their family line but it's it's not to the same extent that it once was. I mean, there are so many fucking people. Like, it's not like it's like, we need to do this for the continuation yeah, of the species. too many people, to be honest. <laughs> um, so I, we definitely have a different conception of, like, you know, why people have kids. Like, before it was like, well, you had kids because you needed to continue the species. Whereas now it's like... You have kids for one of two reasons. You have kids because you want to have kids or you have kids because you think you're supposed to have kids. Yeah. And like that those are are your options. And so, you know, it all just kind of builds on itself. And now fucking here we are. Well, yeah, now at this point, I feel like it's kind of just like a societal expectation. Like back in the day, like monogamy might have been a thing because people wanted to like protect a scarce resource which is like what Mm -hmm. the quote was talking about like sex and romance being seen as a scarce resource like Mm -hmm. it's not easy to get and so once you get it you want to like hold on to it for yourself right i would even say like at the time like 
children were a scarce resource. Because, oh, yeah. They were just like, dying. They were just dying all over the place. There weren't nearly as many people around. And so, like, you know, you had to protect them in order to continue the line. And that's just, like, I mean, sure, you still have to, like, protect children to make sure they don't, like, actively die. But, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's 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 this, not the same. The same scarcity doesn't still exist, yeah. I guess. There's also a lot of other factors that go into, sure. like, yeah traditional practices of monogamy like there's a lot of cultural differences and i think like purity culture and especially like catholicism had like a lot to do with kind of like Mm -hmm. shutting down other family structures and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but like viewing things like as a resource scarcity i think goes back you know way way back but Mm -hmm. at this point it's not so much like resource protecting because like sex at least i don't know i guess romance is still kind of like a scarcity and hard to find but like sex you could just like Mm -hmm. go out and get it so at this point it's not so much that it's like a scarce resource but it's just like ingrained in our unconscious mind that like once you have it we think it's a valuable thing well yeah yeah, that's the other thing is society has taught us that it simultaneously is a terrible thing but also like the best Mm -hmm. thing ever that you need to have so once you get it you have to hold on to it it's a terrible thing only outside the confines of monogamy. Inside the confines of monogamy, it's it's everything. Yeah. So anyway, bringing this back to aspectness, what this quote originally made me think, and I like wrote it down in my little notes while I was writing this book, is that it makes me wonder if part of the reason that people have such a hard time understanding aspec identities is because of this, like, fundamental misunderstanding of, like, why you wouldn't want to have this scarce resource mm-hmm. that everyone else seems, like, so interested in spending their entire lives surrounded yeah. and, like, protecting, you know? Right. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, we've evolved so far past the, as we mentioned, like, the, like, you must reproduce. It's, like, just instinct you have to do it like we're we've evolved way past that and yet we still are clinging to this to this thing and it's like nah man just let like let me do what i want i don't like why do you even if you think it is a scarce resource why do you care what i'm doing with it it's not like i'm going out here and actively murdering your children or actively you know and like (laughs) If you're someone who's not at all participating in sex and or romance, that's just more Mm. resources for everyone else. For everyone else. Yeah. It is such an interesting concept that I think is a little bit of an offshoot of this, but it's uh, same same house. Same house? What? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Is like the idea that like each person only has so much love to give. And eventually you'll run out. And, like, it's, I mean, sure, on on any given day, you can only give so much because you're going to, you know, run out of energy and, you know, but, like, but it's not like you have a limit in your life as to, like, oh, this is how much love I can give out or this is how much whatever. And so, like, I think this both has to do with, like, polyamory, but also on the other end of things, like, A-specs, where it's, like, like, people are like, oh, like, who are you saving your love for? Like, oh, like, you just, I bet you're just, like, not getting enough love or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, humans have infinite capacity for love 
regardless of the type of love, what are you talking about? Yeah, I really, that whole thing about, like, polyamory with that, especially, too, is, like, what it makes me think of was is when people are like, oh, well, you have, like, multiple partners. Like, how are you able to love them all? And it's like, you have five children. Yeah. Like. Well, and then people always joke, like, well, everyone has a favorite kid. And it's like, well, maybe some people have a favorite kid. I don't know that everyone has a favorite kid. Well, also, like, you can also have a favorite partner. Like, and so. So? I don't know. But that doesn't mean I love any of the other ones less. Yeah. It just, yeah. It's it's like your kids. There's, like, different reasons for loving different, you know? Like, I have two kids. And sometimes sometimes (laughs) one of them will annoy you. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, that one's annoying me right now. Even if they're your favorite. They can still annoy you, and you can still be like, ugh, the other one yeah. is so much better right now. You know, like, it's... Yeah, it's like friends. Like, you can have multiple friends that you, like, love for different reasons, and yeah, I don't know. <sighs> it's very stupid. Going back to things about kind of, like, the evolution of sex and stuff like that, I started to look up articles about this and then got very bored because there's a lot of science behind it. Um but kind of like the reason behind why people have sex at all anymore. Because like originally and for a lot of like species, it's just to reproduce. And I think there's very few species on Earth that like actually do it for pleasure. I'm pretty sure it's like humans, monkeys, and dolphins or something. Yeah. Well, because I mean... It feels, the reason it feels good was to get people to do it for evolutionary reasons. But then we've taken it, once again, we've just taken it so far beyond that. (laughs) But what it made me think is that, okay, so like step one is like you have sex because we need to like populate the earth or like spread the genetics or evolution, Mm -hmm. whatever. And Mm -hmm. then it was like, okay, we've done a lot of gene spreading, but this feels good. So we're just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Not to say that, like, asexual and aromantic people are better. Yeah. But it does seem as though we are, like, the next step of evolution. <laughs> <laughs> of just, like, we've done enough. And now it's over. That's enough of that. Yeah. Well, and then there was also a time where it was, like, people would just have a lot of kids because they needed farmhands. You know? Like, it's... True. Like, it's... I don't know. I think you you can't really compare humans to any other living being that we're aware of in terms of like because we're just why. so much better i i might argue that we're worse but we're different <laughs> 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 like it's like i don't know like a, t- this also kind of brings up when people are like oh well like gay animals don't exist and it's like well first of all that's uh, not first true. of all they do first yeah of first all. of all it's not even true second of all even if they didn't we're at us and lions, lions are very smart and very powerful and very evolved as lions. But we're not on the same level as lions. Like, in theory, they should be eating us all the time. They should be at the top of the food chain. But they're not mm-hmm. for reasons of evolution and human brains being like, oh, wait, I'm a little smart boy and I'm going to work with people and also maybe start a war. Don't worry about it. Um, but like, 
you know, it's you you can't compare <laughs> the human experience to any other species, which is I mean it's it makes it harder because I mean there is nothing to compare us to, but you well, know, because yeah, like a lot of animals, as far as we know, I guess, don't have enough like consciousness of their existence to be like, these are my likes and preferences, you know? Yeah. To be like, like maybe they do and I just we just don't know yet. Maybe dogs can talk, but like 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 do mice have kinks? I don't think so, but I guess I don't know not. for sure. <laughs> I haven't asked one, to be quite honest. Mickey, please don't. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Uh oh boy. Yeah, I think that it I think this whole idea is really interesting that like pe- like aspects are judged in part because people think that they're not valuing the same things that they value, you know? Yeah. And like w- whether that's sex and romance is a limited resource or just valuing sex and romance more more broadly and they feel that aspects are like not doing that enough. And it's like Okay, maybe it's a very important part of your life, but that doesn't mean it has to be a very important part of my life. And if I'm not hurting anyone, why the fuck do you care? But of course they do. They they find reasons to care. I still don't quite know what they are, but... Yeah, well, I think it's also just, like, not just caring, but, like, I would assume just, like, genuine, like, not understanding because... I think to a lot of people, like, if you would ask them, like, is sex and romance, like, a big value of yours, mm-hmm. people might be like, yeah, I like to have sex, or, like, you know, I'm a romantic or something. They probably, unless they were, like, doing some introspection, wouldn't really think about, like, ah, yes, there is a societally ingrained value in these things. Mm-hmm. So, like, they... I feel like a lot of people wouldn't even, like, stop to think about maybe, like, why... Why they value those things. Yeah, like, why they yeah. value them, why aspect identities maybe, like, irk them in a certain way or, like, confuse them because they themselves might not even, like, realize how big a part those things play in their lives. And, you know, all humans want to, like, be included and be around people that are similar to them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you meet someone that doesn't have similar values to them, it, to you, it's like an ultimate, you know, an ultimate and like all of a sudden kind of othering thing of like, you know, we don't have the same goals or, you know, we aren't the same on some basic level. And so, like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to let you into my little tribe or little wandering group of cavemen. I stopped recording, but I started again. And I know for a fact I started again. I start. I started again. <laughs> triggered triggered I started again um yeah I, I was just gonna say like on top of that it's 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 basically you know you don't abide by the status quo and i abide by the status quo and it continues to benefit me so why would i support you in doing something that might change the status quo when the status quo benefits me you know like yeah. when 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 this society is built around monogamous relationships and 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 certain types of families like you know why why would they bother to want to change that well yeah cuz i guess it could seem like a threat and not just to like give aphobes and homophobes like a bunch of credit of like oh i understand why you're a piece of shit mm-hmm. no we're just <laughs> talking about we're just having a chat we're just spitballing um, bud we're just having a time vibing 
like it, you know, it can be threatening. Like this is my way of life and it keeps Mm -hmm. me very safe. It keeps my family very safe. It keeps me fulfilled. Right. And as a human, I am like to my bone, very interested in like safety and living a long life. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear something about like you trying to change that, it's like, well, excuse me. No, thank you. People are scared of that, which they don't understand. Is what it comes I think down to. All of this kind of the bottom line is that people are scared. Mm-hmm. Period. People are scared. People are scared of anything that's different from them because they view it as a threat for some reason. People people want to be in their in crowds. They want to be surrounded by people that are like them. People are people are social pack animals, but they don't want to be with anyone too different because that can cause conflict. This conversation is really just making me realize that I think A-Specs are a different breed. Ah. I think we are the next level of evolution. <laughs> and I do think we've figured it all out. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know that I fully agree because I don't want to give A-Phobes the fodder that we are an entirely different breed than... I'm saying it in like the meme way. I know. I, okay? I, I know. I know you are. Um I mean, yeah, I it's yeah, I guess. Like we're not more evolved than everyone else, but also we are. So But like, yeah. you know, maybe. If if you if if you want us to not say stuff like that, maybe make us more socially accepted. Maybe put that work in and maybe then we'll stop saying we're more evolved than you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe let's just start doing that. Let's just start being as annoying as possible. And it's like, yeah. if you want us to stop, just stop being rude. Stop being rude. Yeah, this is a this is a give and take relationship. Um, mm-hmm. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. But that, for some reason, that phrase. It, I don't love it. it. There's something about it that. I feel like is weirdly sexual. I just like don't really like that phrase in general. It kind of weirds me out. Yeah, it's def- it's a I don't know. Yeah. I don't we're going to move on. What do you how many years do you think it will take for humans or do you ever think we will get past like our deep evolutionary roots of like being afraid of like living out in the wild and like being afraid of lions and shit you know what i mean i think if we ever evolve beyond that then we will cease to be human you're so smart (laughs) like like i don't think like i think that is an innate part of the human experience and we can try and train it out of ourselves and we can try and you know make changes to how we view the world but at a certain point if if we're trying to create a more perfect being, that more perfect being is no longer going to be human at a certain point. That's very lame, isn't it? Not not to get into uh, <laughs> fucking. I don't know what it is. I don't even know what that so is. So what I'm hearing is mental illness and anxiety is mm-hmm. the human experience. Yeah, fun. I think I I think being selfish is the human experience. But I also think that loving other people is also the human experience. And those are all very human things. And if we evolve ourselves out of any one of them, it's that's not a human anymore. This is so inspirational. 
<laughs> These are just my theories about human consciousness. Let's just, this is just our deepest episode yet, I think. <laughs> well, because, like, I don't know, like, you, you have those people that are like, oh, well, like, sex and romance are, like, an inherent part of humanity. And t- to not experience those means you're not human. But it's like, I don't think we have to go as specific as sex and romance. I think the 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 innate parts of humanity are much broader than any than being like i want to stick my dick in it you know (laughs) like it it's it's about love and also selfishness like those are like the two main human things it really is (laughs) like the two well because like when you said earlier like humans are social like pack animals that's Mm -hmm. very true like humans evolved and survived because they like stuck together and mm-hmm. you know built society and yeah. whatever we started doing agriculture we started <laughs> we started capitalism just watch humans of no watch history of the world on youtube you'll really you'll, <laughs> I, you'll get I recently it. showed that to my roommate for the first time what a delight would recommend highly <laughs> recommend it's like a half an hour video but it's so worth it's it it's 20 minutes um, for the record whatever um But you're right. I think, like, what it comes down to is that humans are social animals. And Mm -hmm. some humans express that through doing a sex. Mm -hmm. And some humans can just do that by, like, being friends. And yes, back in the day, like, sex was required to move the human race forward. And it is still required. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. I mean, but again... Test two babies are really... I mean, maybe soon we won't even have to do that. <laughs> well, yes. But in the end, like, if you really think about it, sexual attraction was never necessarily had to be a part of that. Like, no. yes, it helps move people towards having sex and eventually having babies. Like, it helps. Mm-hmm. But as we've discussed many times, there are many reasons to have sex. And I doubt that, like, every caveman or that the cavemen at all were, like, evolved enough to, like, understand sexual attraction. That's just libido, baby. Yeah, like, it's less about attraction and more about instinct, I think, at that point. Yes. And, like, yeah. that's not to say that the attraction that people do experience isn't valid, because it absolutely is. But, like, it's it's maybe not the most innate part of of you know, the human experience in the way that some people will make it out to be sure it's a natural thing. But that doesn't mean that it's, like, the most basic thing about about humanity. Every human feeling is a natural feeling. It's not, like, man-made. But, yeah, to say that, like, sex is inherent to humans is, like, obviously it's inherent to some humans or none of us would exist. Mm -hmm. But clearly... We made it this far without, like, every single human on the Earth having sex. And we're already overpopulated. So, like... Yeah. Well, and you have the people being like, well, now the only reason these people exist is because we've evolved past the point of natural selection. And it's like, but who is to say that all the... Like, again, as you were kind of saying, like, alluding to before, like, who's to say that all of the people who had sex and reproduced before were sexually attracted to each other we don't we don't i know i mean there's like think about like how long like lesbians have existed without the word lesbian Mm -hmm. like in the 18 whatevers the olden times Mm -hmm. you know those women were still like 
marrying men and getting pregnant because they had to. Mm-hmm. But like and they were expected to, yeah. Right. Like you and like the ancient Greeks, they were fucking everyone. Mm-hmm. Fucking all around. Yeah. A lot of people had male, like, a lot of, like, kings and shit had, like, male and female concubines. Mm-hmm. Like, vibin'. You can't tell me that a man caveman never fucked another man caveman. <laughs> you can't. You can't tell me. I recently heard about um, two cave paintings that, in the same cave, that were painted for, that you can still see, they're still there. That were painted further apart than the distance between us and, like, Jesus. If... I don't understand what you're saying. Okay. One of these cave paintings... Imagine this. One of these cave paintings... (laughs) Riddle me this. (laughs) Riddle me this. One of these cave paintings was done in, let's say it was the year 5000 BCE. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then another one of these cave paintings was done in the year 1000 BCE. Mm -hmm. And they are two separate cave paintings in the Mm -hmm. same cave. But they took place so far apart. There's more time in between those cave paintings than in between us and Jesus. Us and when Jesus was alive. Yes. So the time, like the time in between when the cave paintings were painted, that's yes. how like much time. Okay, and yet so they're still on? in the same cave. So what were my they? point is, my point is, <laughs> if those two cave paintings can exist in the same cave that many thousands of years later, you're telling me not a single man fucked another man in that cave. <laughs> This was a long way to get to no point, because what I was expecting was you to say that there was cave paintings of, like, men fucking. No. And that was going to be, like, proof. I think there, I mean, there are definitely pieces of art. I don't know about cave paintings, but, like, very old shit of, like, oh, yeah, that's gay as fuck. Um, Yeah. But, I mean, just, obviously, cavemen didn't have as much free time to just fuck each other. (laughs) They were busy. But, like, I'm sure there was many of them that were, like, horny. Yeah. That's, like, a natural feeling that some humans have. What if the women weren't around? Yeah. What if they were, what if they were off hunting some buffalo? What if it was, like, a Brokeback Mountain situation? Yeah. You never yeah. know. You don't know. Maybe they fucked each other in that cave with that cave painting. Mm-hmm. And then maybe while they were gone, the women fucked each other, too. Yeah, I think a lot of this probably comes down to, like, there's probably a lot more history of, like, gay sex and gay mm-hmm. romance and shit. Um, my guess would be that the Christians probably burned a lot of it. There's there's so much that we don't know. Because, like, I mean, it's, it's already mind-blowing to think about, like, okay, I live in my own little universe. And I have a fully realized brain and fully realized thoughts and fully realized everything. Everyone around you who you have ever met it. and ever will no. meet also has their own little universe, right? I hate thinking about this. It stresses me out so much. And if you think about how all people who have ever lived no, on the planet Earth this. have had their own little universe and their own thoughts, there is, we, we know a, 
a tiny speck of sand in the whole beach of what humans have done and known. And it's this like, is so stressful. You're telling me that, uh, pe- like, well, it's I, just like people are like, well, it wasn't written down, so it must not have happened. And it's yeah. like, well, I don't write everything I do down. Yeah, I don't. Like, I just and, podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, God. Well, I also recently came across. I I saw some pictures of basically it was it was, it was basically a gay wedding um, from like the fifties. Um, obviously before, like, when, uh, same-sex marriage was very much illegal, and also same, like, same-sex sex was very much criminalized, um, and, like, the, the wedding was, like, indoors, all of the, like, blinds and curtains were closed, there were very few people there, because it was, like, it was, like, a secret, and apparently mm. these weddings happened quite often. It's just they were rarely documented because it was dangerous to have documentation of them. And so it's like, think about all the fucking shit we just don't know. Even in recent history. Like, there are plenty of people alive today who were alive in the 50s. Mm-hmm. <sighs> How many thoughts do you think are thunk a day? Infinite. It just really stresses me out. I think last week's episode was me losing my mind. And then this week's episode is, is my me, mind exploding. Is your mind exploding while we talk about the deep depths of the universe and the human experience? <laughs> I just like the thought of other people having their own lives mm-hmm. really stresses me out. It's very yeah. hard to fathom that other, like, some random person that I've seen on the street and never see again just, they, like, They have on. rich inner lives, too. And external lives. Even though I'm never going to see them again, mm-hmm. they're, like, still living and doing their own thing. You're a blip in their story, and they're a blip it in yours. It just really stresses me out. I'm sorry to hear that. I think it's nice. I mean, it's and cool. It, it's, it's just, like, my remember. brain... It is good to remember, but it's like my brain can't comprehend it, you know, because that's that's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Kind of like how your brain can't comprehend that there isn't a center to the universe. We don't need to talk about this at this time. (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't have much more to add. I mean, I didn't really have anything to add in the first place. I was just vibing this whole episode. (laughs) Yeah, this episode was a vibe. I don't know. I just think it's interesting to really think about, like, the deep depths of, like, why are people this way? Mm-hmm. Like, what do people value even if they don't realize they value it? And, like, how does that philosophical us? Yes. I've been trying to think of the word philosophical for about 10 yes, minutes this now. episode has been very philosophical, I, think. I All I could think of was psychological. And I was like, no, We're this close. isn't. I've literally been trying to think that we were having deep philosophical conversation. I've been trying to say that for like 10 or 15 minutes and I could not think of the word. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm really glad you got it now and that you didn't text me like 20 minutes from now. Like, guess what? That would be tragic. (laughs) It would be. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's interesting, you know? Yeah. So uh, what's our poll for this week? I don't know. How many thoughts do you think are being sunk in any one moment? <laughs> I hate that. 
Um, How many people did you think fucked in this cave? I hate that. A lot. Probably. Ew. Ew. How many times do you think in the entire existence of the earth that people have had sex? Ew. Just curious. I'm trying to remember what it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I saw something. A normal thing on the internet, like, related Mm -hmm. to, like, sex or something. It was not an abnormal thing at all. And I looked at my phone and I allowed. I just said, ew. (laughs) And now I can't remember what it was. (laughs) Oh, man. That's how I feel about about sex often. It's just, ew. I mean, you know, that makes sense for you. Objectively, ew. I don't know about objective. No, I do think objectively, ew. A lot of liquids. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's our poll for this week? I don't know. How's your little universe doing today? How's, how's your unique little universe doing on this fine day? I don't know. I have nothing. I also have nothing. I mean, we could do something about, like, do you think... I feel like it's too simple to be like, do you think sex is a resource? But, like, I... Like, there's something to be discussed there, I think. Maybe, like, do you think evolution and kind of, like, the deep... Mm, I don't know. Like, some something about, like, do you think, like, like kind of, like, evolution and you know, survival have anything to do with, like, how we view sex and romance now? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it all compounding on everything and all of that still being in our brains even though the world is very much different now fit that in a tweet yeah i'll work on that okay (laughs) um kayla what's your beef in your juice this week um my beef is that i'm in a different time zone which i really didn't think was going to impact me much because it's only two hours um Mm -hmm. but i've been very tired and taking naps every day um so that's once, been fun. Once you get past the age of like twenty two, it's just it's all just downhill. Really gets, yeah. My yeah. my roommate keeps telling me, like, do not turn twenty five. Like, don't do it. And I'm like, I'll try. <laughs> How old is she? She's twenty she's she's one day older than my sister, actually. Um really? she she took a gap year between high school and college. I see. Um, my other beef is just that like I'm very sensitive to my surroundings, I think. And so, like, when I work, I like to have all of my things in my place and for everything to be, like, the same. Um, So I've been very frazzled trying to work, like, in a house that it is not mine without, like, my setup and stuff because um, I'm mentally ill. Mm -hmm. Um, My juice is... I've been really into watching people play The Sims recently. I've been into this for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kind of on another kick recently. It's just very calming. Okay. Just very calming. My beef is that last week I complained about uh, the U.S. insurance system. And what I want you all to know is that I still don't have my fucking Adderall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have to call Walgreens today because I checked my insurance and they were like, you don't have any claims pending. Your other two claims were approved and those were the medications that i picked up and they said i don't have anything pending so i think i'm just gonna have to ask 
Walgreens because I talked to my doctor again and I was like, why did they not refill the refill? And she was like, I don't know. Sometimes Walgreens is weird. And I was like, cool, thanks. Anyway, luckily, I'm not doing this right before I run out. And it also, it's Adderall, which is not something that you have to take every day. But still, what the fuck? Please. America's bad. America's bad. My juice is uh, that by the time you hear this, I will be in Michigan. I will be holding Rosie's hand, seeing my family and Franz, vibing, living the life. Also, my sister got engaged, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. You can tell us about your beef, your juice, your... Nope, not physiological. Mm-mm. Philosophical. 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 Your falafel. Your falafel. Um, your philosophical thoughts about uh the this the state of human nature on our social media at sounds fake pod uh you can also support us on patreon patreon.com slash sounds fake pod we have two new two dollar patrons first one's actually a two pound patron it's ailey fraser once again this is like a scottish gaelic name that i had to look up and i was like wow i've learned so much um and steve jones who is a $2 patron. So thank both of you for your contributions. You're great. Our $5 patrons who we are highlighting this week are Kelly, Scott Ainsley, Orlin Eve Isley, Julianne, and Lost in Space. Wow, we got both of like the like the Gaelic names this week. That's fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, our $10 patrons who are promoting things this week are David J., who would like to promote an emergent strategy by Adrian Marie Brown, the subby tech who would like to promote checking Patreon to make sure you're actually supporting the podcast, you think you are, and Simona Simon, who would like to promote QYS Magazine, which is a Slovak magazine for queer people. The rest of our $10 patrons are Rosie Costello, who I'm gonna see so soon, Arknas, Benjamin Abara, Anonymous, Sarah McCoy, Aunt, my Aunt Jeannie, Cass, Doug Rice, H. Valdez, Purple Chickadee, Barefoot Backpacker, The Steve, R.E.K., Maddie, Derek, and Carissa, Aaron, Kadir, Potato, and Changeling MX. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielJWaitDesigns.com, my mom Julie, who would like to promote free mom hugs, Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Lolly Everywhere, Andy A., who would like to promote being a new in the IWW, Martin Giselle, who would like to promote his podcast, Everyone's Special and No One is, Layla, who would like to promote Love is Love, also applying to Arrow People, Shrubbery, who would like to promote the planet Earth, DH Powell, who would like to promote twitch.tv slash Maladia, Sharonda J. Brown, Maggie Capelpa, who would like to promote their dogs Leia, Minnie, and Loki, Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote finding your words and your people during Pride Month, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote not causing a wildfire because of your 4th of July celebrations. Hmm. Our $20 patrons are Sarah T, who would like to promote long walks outside, and Hum Hum of Spades, who would like to promote getting enough vitamin D, but also not overheating if you're in a place that's really fucking hot right now, like the Pacific Northwest, or if you're there in Michigan. be a heat wave. If you're in Michigan, not fucking drowning because it keeps flooding there. Thanks for listening. We love climate change. Tune in next Sunday. You know, there's a part of, I think it's Pakistan, where it's literally hotter than the human body can handle right now. I did not know that. It's absurd. Anyway, tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.